Well, welcome. This is the second in a series of discussions on this podcast about scale-up growth strategies in Madison and around the world. Phil Greenwood here. We want to talk about the second type of leadership style that we see in entrepreneurial firms coming out, emanating out of Professor Alan Philly's research at the University of Wisconsin called the promoter leadership style. Now, typically in a promotion or promoter type organization, also we call it a market innovation firm, it's, a, it's what we think of when we think of those really fast growth, uh, just tremendous, you know, high, high pressure, cre- highly creative type entrepreneurial firms. Usually their, their competitive advantage is based upon a unique innovation. It's something that, uh, it's an advantage that they've been able to get through a patent, uh, trade secret, a unique business model, a distribution system. Think of Dell Computers when Michael Dell was uh, assembling computers and selling them straight from his dorm room to people and went, went around retail channels. That's what we look at as far as a unique advantage. Now, they're led by what we call a promoter-type ownership or leadership structure. And the promoter is usually somebody who's a very enthusiastic, sales-oriented leader, very dynamic. If you ask that person what's their objectives with the organization, they'll say something like, we all want to, make a, we all want to be millionaires or billionaires here. Uh, we want all our employees to you know, someday own a Porsche that will fill out that parking lot out there. Uh, just really unrealistic goals. When things you ask things like uh, types of policies and structure that exist, uh, the entrepreneur, the leader will typically say, "Well, it kind of depends what day it is." You know, it really depends, and it also really depends upon the emotion, uh, their emotional state that particular day. Um, how are they related to other people? They usually have uh, managers working for them. If you remember the craft type organization, there was no middle management supervisor type. Uh, level in the hierarchy. In this type of organization, there are vice presidents, but they're usually just yes people who do the do the work and are the arms and legs and eyes and ears of the entrepreneur. Um, usually, the the entrepreneur is a very the the promoter leader in this type of company is a very very highly motivational person. People who come to work there are easily uh, you know kind of look up to this person beyond just a typical boss more like an almost a charismatic messianic leader. Um, and usually things work out well because it's a very flexible type of structure uh, and things decisions are made by the entrepreneur, so decisions are quickly made. However, there's a point in time, especially in these type of companies where there's real fast growth, that the company gets beyond the decision-making skills or abilities or the time frame of the entrepreneur, and that's when issues typically happen. Now, morale in these type of companies of the employees is usually really positive, highly, highly enthusiastic until things begin to fall apart. If you think of a company that's on that old S-curve, you know, the S-curve where it starts off slow and it just grows like crazy and then eventually it kind of matures because competition comes to light or the patent goes away, Things uh, that's when cracks start to show in the veneer and that's when employees see that Oh, the entrepreneur is human after all, and they start to lose uh, lose faith, and a lot of times leave the company uh, getting out before it fails. Now, their unique advantage is what gives them the advantage. Uh, 
typically over the time they have that that innovative advantage, they're able to be kind of sloppy, be able to charge higher prices, make lots of money. They don't have to worry about budgets. They don't have to worry about a lot of policies and structure because, hey, they're successful. But at some point in time when that changes, that's when competition can come to town. They're much more efficient, lower cost, and they're able to get things done much quicker. And because the entrepreneurial firm has grown, outgrown its size, uh, the, the promoter-type firm will usually fall into trouble. Decision-making runs through the entrepreneur, so you can imagine as it grows, the uh, eventually this, the, the entrepreneur just doesn't have enough time in the day. And what we like to say about this type of organization is that early on it's, it's, it's really a positive structure because it's very creative, very adaptable, very quick to be able to pivot. But at some point in time, when the size gets too big, the complexity gets too big for the entrepreneur, or the innovation uh, advantage goes away, that's typically when the firm falls apart. So we say that the promoter-type, market innovation-type firm can is, is temporary in nature, and that unless it transitions into one of the other type of firms, it usually will have, uh, won't last super long once the innovation's gone. So in the next podcast, we'll talk about the administrative-type firm where we push professional management, bureaucracy, and structure uh, that we can show that, hey, there really is a advantage to having this kind of structure to help manage your growth over the long haul.